Hey everyone, I'm Zach. And I'm Tim. And this is Mental Break, where two average guys get together to talk about how we take time to rest, recharge, and give ourselves a break so we can face the next day. It's been a rough few years, and we want you to know, wherever you are and whoever you are, that you, yes you, are worthy of love and care. This is our personal journey in self-care. Please be aware we aren't mental health professionals and will never claim to have all the answers. Our goal is to share our experience and help you find your mental break. If you are currently experiencing a mental health crisis, we encourage you to reach out to a crisis line. In the U.S. and Canada, you can text HOME to 741-741 or call 1-800-662-HELP. Lastly, we'd love to hear from you. How do you unwind from the stress of the day? Call us day or night, 24-7 at 213-375-4795 and leave us a message. Now, sit back, get comfy, and let's take a mental break. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to episode three. I'm Zach and alongside me is Tim. Hello everyone. Um, Tim, you want to give them the show statement? Sure. This is Mental Break, a podcast about how to take a break from the busy go, go, go lifestyle we mostly all have to pause, um, reset, and take care of yourself. And we are just sharing the ways that we have found that help us and hopefully some of them work for you. So with that, this week's uh, main topic is going to be about hiking, which is... Take a hike. Take a hike. Go for a walk. Yep. But every episode, we start with our recharge highlights, and those are things that we've done to take a mental break since we've last spoke. Um, So I'll go over the list. We kind of make a little bullet point thing, and we kind of dive into them. Um, I did a lot of video games. I've been trying to reintroduce that as a way to get a mental break. So I work a lot of hours, and I work four days on, four days off, and we bought a new property back in August. It's needed a lot of work. And mainly since moving, well, even before moving, I basically cut out video gaming to make up free time to do some other stuff. Um, but I'm kind of at a point now where I will dedicate one to two days religiously to doing home improvements or property improvements. Um, and then the other two or three depending on how much I need to get done that time off. Um, two other things that I enjoy, working out, playing video games, just fiddling around with random things, um, setting up the rest of the barn. I mean, there's still stuff like the coat hanger. I didn't have a coat hanger last time you were here, and I got that now, and I got that set up. Um, and then just a few things on the inside of the house. Um, so I've been playing a lot more video games. Um I think we talked about it a little bit last time. Was the WWE 2K22? I'm not sure if we talked about it on the show or just you and me personally. Maybe. I'm not sure. Um, but even going back from like our plug-and-play cast days, um, I always liked the 2K games, the story modes. And just like, it's not even like that, like, well, it was always NBA 2K whatever the hell it was, and I I do watch basketball. Mm -hmm. But I used to watch wrestling a lot as a kid growing up. It was a very pivotal thing for me to watch. Who's your favorite wrestler? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Middle finger that yeah. Middle finger to everybody. No hesitation. Yep. Uh so it's always been like a pivotal thing growing up to like I don't know, until I was like 
probably in high school, and then I did wrestling in high school, and it's completely different. One's theatrical, one's like Olympic-style wrestling. Um, and I just kind of started to fall away from it, and it was childish or whatever. But the cool thing about the video games is, like, you can kind of make it whatever you want it to be, and you can kind of... You mean as far as, like, current and past, or...? Well, it's or still, you like, like, you can make your character be whoever you want it to be. So, like, you can design your own character, and you can choose the good way or the bad way, the heel or the face. And nice. uh, the one thing that I've actually found that I've always hated before in other video, sports video games particularly is uh, controlling like being a manager mm-hmm. of a show. So with WWE, there's mul- multiple shows. There's like SmackDown and Raw was what was around when I was a kid growing up. And then they brought on other shows like NXT. Now there's one over in the UK, apparently, because it's on the video game. I didn't know they had a UK branch of the WWE mm-hmm. that's exclusively over there only. Um, but what you do is you set out as a general manager. Each show has their own general manager, just like it did when I was a kid. Um, and you get to pick among like five and you get to pick what show you manage. Cool. And then it goes to a draft roster, and it's just you and the other managers drafting your wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And then you have to put on the best show that you possibly can within a budget restraint. And depending on if you're placed first or second that week on your show, you get more money to do another show the next week. And you have to do rivalries. You have to build up, like... I'm assuming you actually control the wrestlers in a you fight. You can. You can, or you can simulate it. So is it more like the management part than actually playing as a wrestler? You could do it both ways if you want. And there's actually, if you want to control a wrestler, there's a thing called My Universe, which is where you create your own wrestler or pick a actual wrestler. Like, I tried to do it for a little bit. I got it. That one's a little bit more in depth. Mm-hmm. And I've never really liked the general manager aspect of video games before, so... I'm just trying to take like dip, tip my little like dip my little toe into it, um, but you can like I chose Stone Cold Steve Austin, of course, and then you just kind of get to play as him starting cool. from the ground up. Um, but this one you can like make your own matches and everything. It's it's kind of fun. Um, cool. It's just like a little like you still have to like pay attention and like figure out like what type of fighting classes go and like what the audience is looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of cool. The story mode on it is decent. It seems very repetitive, um, but it's cool. Like, you can switch between the different shows. Mm-hmm. So I made a uh, male wrestler, and he's done. It tells you, like, the storyline. So it tells you, like, there's this many, like, as a bad guy, this many as a good guy that you can do in this, like, show that you're at. So, like, I maxed out. I did all of the good and the bad on SmackDown, and I just did the good and the bad on NXT. So I guess the next one's Raw. Um, And it's been pretty fun. Um, But that's basically what I've been playing other than World of Warcraft. When I had COVID, um, I think I had COVID last time. I was just getting over it. Yep. Um, I'm still working on getting those damn mounts in World of Warcraft. And it's very frustrating because I'm on the last one for both of them. But I've literally put three hours into this fucking storyline just for one of them. 
Yeah, but that's kind of the point of workout making. I know, but it's just like it's just like, all right. Well, I don't want to spend the next hour and a half just trudging across this field. So eventually, I'm going to need to get back to doing that because that's the reason why I'm still paying for it fifteen dollars a month or whatever the fuck it is. (laughs) So I should probably hurry up and get that done with. Um, But I also had a Magic the Gathering night here in the barn uh, about three weeks ago, two weeks ago now. Um, so I had some of my close friends over and my cousin played Magic the Gathering. Hadn't seen them at all. How together. big is your group? Like, Well, I mean, there's only four of us that showed up this time, but, I mean, it used to be like 12 people. Yeah. Um, but everybody's kind of... Is this the first of, time you've done it in a while? or It's the first time I've done it in probably a year, well, almost two years now. So... Kind of just like they still get together kind of semi-frequently, about six of them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the people have moved on, moved yep. away. Um, I don't know if you're seeing that much in like the people that you know, but like a lot of people that I've known are moving out of our state. Yeah, it's very much. So um, a lot of them have moved out of state, moved out of the country. A couple of them are like two of them now are in Germany. So... Um, we did two sessions of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, officially, my very first character ever is now stuck in hell. Are you still in hell? No, he's stuck in hell. We had to move on. Oh wow! So you do you have a new character then? I do have a new character. You gonna try to rescue your old character? Mm, I don't think so. Not right this second. But the cool thing is, the person that fucked me over in hell mm-hmm. is uh, now infused into my new character. So <laughs> I've got this weird. Weird dynamic where I hear voices in my head, and I'm not really sure what to do. But I can, uh, I can make snakes appear now. Nice. And uh, I have an ability to transform into a giant hydron if I want to, or hydra if I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a kind of a cool twist, and it also gives me some more character development that I can. Sounds like your to. DM likes to f with you. Well, I would like to say that he was very nice. He didn't have to let us try to get me out of hell. And looking back on it, if I would have played my character like I normally would have, mm-hmm. like not giving two fucks about dying, mm-hmm. I probably would have made it out of hell. But towards the very end, I got very skittish and was just like, mm, I'm going to keep backing away. I'm going to keep backing away where I probably could have killed him. Should have charged forward. Yeah, I should have. So that that that's on me. Um I've also done uh, some a fair amount of working out. I finally got back up to, uh, I should say, I finally safely got back up to squatting 135. Nice. Um, back so, squat? Yeah, back squats. And uh, for bench press, I think I'm almost back up there. So before I moved, I was doing 150, I want to say, and 180 on squat. Mm-hmm. But my form was terrible. Yeah, you my should body, always focus on form before you add. My it. body definitely was feeling it. So, um, and then recently, I've been working on some drainage issues around the property. So that'll help you with your lifts too. That yeah. Well, right now my neck is suffering from it. So, but it's kind of a mental break, as in like it just gets you outside and it's still a workout. Let me introduce you to a much more fun way of being outside yeah, well, later, later whole, in the program. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm at right now. What about you? Uh, I finally got my home theater put together. Um, nice. I've been waiting on the a pretty crucial piece for a long time. 
Some would say some of the crucialest pieces. I mean, that's the place where your butt goes. I ordered um, theater chairs back in November, and the wife wanted to wait till we actually had the money for taxes, and I'm so glad I did not listen to her. No shit. Because then we'd be looking at the middle of summer or the end of summer. Or next year. Literally four and a half months, five months. I don't know. Almost five months. I was going to say, I think, I feel like you ordered them about the same time we bought this house. Yeah. And had to pay for them too. So it was yeah. like, that was a little bit nerve wracking. Also, they're an online company. So I've never seen these chairs sat in them. That very nerve wracking. Yeah. Um, so they showed, <laughs> they showed up um, a big container truck pulled up to my house and they wheeled them out with like one of those um, dolly things. Like a furniture dolly? No, like a forklift, but just on the ground. I don't know what they call it. Oh, for, or a pallet jack. Pallet jack, yeah. So there was this huge pallet, in, like as high as my garage door. It was six boxes on a on a pallet. God, I hate when people do Surrant- that shit. Well, I mean, to residential, they're just like, here you go. I'm well, sure you have a pallet jack. There was a white glove service available, but it was like 250 or $300. Fuck that. And it was like, on the one hand, it would have been kind of nice. You're they. Like, they take it for that price. They take it upstairs and remove it from the boxes. Oh. They don't put it together for you, but that part was actually easy. Anyway, didn't pay for that. So I come home from a long day at work and there's a pallet of stuff and it's raining. So I. I'm assuming it wasn't covered in plastic. No, it was, well, kind of. On the sides, it was the saran wrap. So dumbass that I am, I moved it all upstairs by myself. I think I was working that day or something. You were working. You would have come, I know, if you could have. But um, I moved all six boxes upstairs. That's insane. Then I was looking at them. So each chair came individually boxed, which is nice. Mm -hmm. At least it wasn't all constructed. It's very modular. Like I could make a a row of four, a row of two. That's cool. If one of them got really broken, I could theoretically replace it. That's cool. Um, There's two different styles. Like one has two arms and one has one. Hmm. The middle one. Actually, it's one on the end. I'll show you next time. Has two arms? Yep. Oh. It makes sense when you see it. Oh, okay. So you helped me build the platform underneath them. Yeah. And uh, that's working out pretty good. There's a couple soft spots, unfortunately. Um, But it works. It holds up everything. And I've got my TV. We need to fix that. We can fix it. We can't fix it. We can. We can't. We can do it. No, we can't. I can. No, you can't. Yeah, we can. I've braced it so much. I should have bought thicker plywood. Told you. I didn't. I did too. He didn't. I did. He didn't. Okay. Anyways, so it works. It holds up the weight. Um, TV's great. Sounds great. Uh, we've got the the whole room is in black paint with red curtains, and it just looks. It bad. looks amazing. We got a popcorn machine and a little snack bar. Um, one of our first friends that came over to watch a movie bought us a fifty pound bag of really good nice popcorn. Oh shit! So we've got popcorn for forever. How much does that popcorn machine make? Not as much as I'd like, honestly. Like, I like might, enough for your family or no? It makes like a bowl. Mm, that's not enough. Really not. I, I might actually get a different popper downstairs and just like. Pop downstairs and bring it up? We'll see. Um, because the other thing is I'm like worried about putting butter on it on the brand new carpet. Because we carpeted that room. Yeah. Like that whole room is like completely different from where it was a year ago. Yeah. It um, is. Well, but it looks yeah. great. So we watched a couple movies. Um, of course, game in that room. Yep, it's 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 wonderful. It's a mental break whenever I need it when I get home. That's awesome. Um, another thing I ordered a long time ago was the Steam Deck. That's hey, it, what's that, Tim? Well, when people ask me that, I said basically it's like a Nintendo Switch, but it plays your Steam library. That's awesome. 
That's a simplification because it doesn't play all Steam games. They have to be Linux-based. Hmm. Um, but it's basically a gaming PC in a Switch format, and it's a giant monster brick. It's bigger than a Switch. It's noticeably bigger than a Switch. But in the form factor, it's very similar. It's got the um, kind of controller handles on the side of the buttons. It also has little mini trackpads for your thumbs, so you can use them like a mouse control. That's kind of cool. And it has um, buttons underneath, like shoulder pads underneath. Hmm. Um, been loving it. Um, How's a trackpad working out? I don't use it for that many games. Um, I would figure it's probably. I'm using the buttons more difficult. I, I usually game with a controller, so yeah. but like a text adventure game would be totally fine. Yeah. Um, I I don't just don't play FPSs with a mouse and keyboard. That's just not my style. Yeah. But uh, like an, an adventure game, I could see playing that way. It'd be totally fine. Hmm. Um, what I've been playing on a lot is Vampire Survivor. Which does not need the power of this hardware at all. It's a pretty low. Graphic. Is that the one you sent me? Yeah, yeah. Um, what I like about it is you don't have to think a lot. Um, basically, enemies are swarming you. You start with a weapon loadout, and as you kill a certain number of enemies, you pick up uh, their souls or XP or whatever, and you can unlock new weapons. And these weapons are just firing constantly, kind of like Diablo, but you don't have to hold down the button; they just fire. Yeah. Um, so you're trying not to die while killing everything. You're trying to just like get away from them. So kind of like Gauntlet, sort of, I guess, or Diablo if they had a weird baby, but just swarms and swarms of enemies. And you just try to stay alive. Um, to get modif- like modifiers, like your cooldowns are slower, or you fire more of the same shot. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites is Garlic, which puts this like aura around you that destroys enemies and they come in contact with it. That's cool. Like, basically like a, a force field that not only protects you, but kills enemies. Nice. Um, lots of cool stuff. Um, it's just really fun. And it doesn't take a lot of brain work, so I like that. I can listen to a podcast, or if I'm tired after work, it's, just, it's perfect for that. Um, the other game I'm playing, I finished um, Horizon Zero Dawn, and I've kind of been bouncing around between Tunic. I sold my copy of Elden Ring. I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> How much did you sell that for? $5 less than I bought it for. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. I got to rent it for 5 bucks, basically. Um and what was the other game? Like, oh, uh, trying to get back into Cyberpunk 2077. That is a game with a lot of menus. Um, I've kind of forgotten how the combat works. I'm just kind of getting back into it. But one funny thing was, so scan is the left bumper. It's like you just you kind of scan and see who, who people are, what their affiliation with what gang. Hmm. Um, like if they're just a civilian or if there's someone dangerous you need to worry about. The right bumper is a grenade. <laughs> So, You're grenading a lot of people, aren't you? I was walking the street. No, it just happened just the one time, but it was hilarious. I was in the crosswalk, and I thought this guy looked sketchy. Like, maybe I should shoot him. And I just grenaded a bunch of people. Oh, shit. I had to reload a save. That was pretty funny. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, well, made, good for, made for a good story. But yeah, I ran a couple missions. Um, I got my, uh, minor spoiler, I got my dead buddy's motorcycle, so I'm zooming through the crowds with that. Oh, that's cool. Um, getting body mods. It's, it's fun. I'm nice. enjoying that. The other thing I did um, since last time we talked is I took my daughter to her first concert. And my first concert in like two and a half years, any any kind of crowded group event. Yeah. So that was a little weird for me. Um, I'm still a little bit paranoid about the thing. Um, so I wore a mask. I would say about 20 pe- 20% of people there were wearing masks. That's pretty um, good, actually. Yeah. I, I mean. I felt fine with it. Um, it was just odd yeah. coming from what we've come from. Yeah. Um, the show was great. Lights was fantastic. She was really high energy. She, as a musician, you could tell she broke down crying a couple times. Like she was so, like it was her second stop on the tour, and like for her to go back out and feel the 
the response from audience. The, from an audience and so you're just releasing a track into the world. So you're going to have to give us a little breakdown. Like, who is this person? Like, um, Lights, we listened to in 2008 with their single Salvation, I think it's called. Um, it's like, like a Christian pop, artist? Or? No, not at all. Um, pop synth. Um, she does a lot of her own music on a keyboard, but she now has like a drummer behind her. and um, She plays guitar sometimes, but she's very much like a front vocal. She's, um, she's like a lead. Yeah. She wore an outfit like it was like a decon, like yeah. a decontamination outfit, sort of like running like something out of Portal. Yeah. She's very much a gamer. She was playing Magic the Gathering with her stage crew backstage. That's um, cool. Um, she's got kind of a really cool like aesthetic. Hard to explain, but like she's got a lot of like, graphic design in her um, media posts. And nice. like she's got this thing called Pep right now. It's like a fake soda brand. Which she got like vending machines and very colorful. Um, I don't, she's very. She was really good show. Very nice. Good energy. A lot of cool graphics going on behind her. Sweet. Where's she out of? Do you know? I do not know. Okay. She's so she's not a Portland native. I actually saw her featured on Xbox Live in 2008. Really? Um, that's how I was introduced to her. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe Major Nelson was interviewing or something. Huh. And they played her single and it had like a, the single had like a cartoon behind it. It was really cool. That's awesome. And then my daughter was watching and she was like starting to sing along. That was like one of her favorite songs when she was a little girl. Nice. So... For her to see it as her first concert when she was, you know, about ready to move out of the house was pretty cool. Now she's a young woman. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. So, that's what I did. Um, kind of the major touchstones of what I did to relax this sweet last few weeks. Um, well, that kind of brings us into the topic of this week, and this week is your topic because we kind of bounce them back and forth. I think I'll introduce this topic, and then I think maybe we should take a break, because I remember last time, like, we took a break, and then, and then it was just over. Pretty much. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, let's let's introduce it, and we'll take a break. So, um, the topic I chose, and I did choose it, and you're going to choose the one for next week, is yep. um, taking a hike or just going for a walk, and I th- I kind of wanted to start, like, our podcast series with the simple stuff that everyone would relate to, mm-hmm. like, coffee was, like, I thought perfect for yeah. at least 80% of the people out there, and this is the same. I think almost everybody... Unless you have physical limitations and go for a walk um, and just getting out away from whatever you're doing, like if you're in an office setting or whatever it is, go for a walk. Just some, changing your scenery. It's something you can do in like a 10 minute break. Um, and it does awesome things for your mental health. Like I'm going like, to read you verbatim from um, a medical like article. It's not too long. Um, research shows that getting outside in nature has many health benefits as well. Walking has been proven effective in reducing anxiety and depression and is further evidence that walking in nature improves these results even further. That's because different parts of our brain activate in nature. Our mind calms, leading to physical changes, including a reduction in heart rate and blood pressure. But don't think you have to hike a mountain to feel the results. Spending time outside at a park or even any green space can have the same effect. Even if it's only for a few minutes during lunch break, getting out in nature can positively impact your mental health. That's from a UNC Health Talk in 2019. Nice. So that's kind of an introduction to taking a hike, going for a walk, and after the break, we will talk more about that. Sounds good. We'll be right back. This is simply a hike, a stroll, such a simple moment, so simple that you go back to life's essence, to commune with yourself. With nature.
end up with others, the ones who recognize how moments like these unite us with tradition, this very moment when no phones, no emails will disturb our thoughts. Then we break free, we share, we admire. We enjoy these moments so intense and so quiet. These are the true moments of sharing we live for. All right, and we're back, and we're here to talk about uh, hiking and getting out and walking and just getting a mental break in that form. Yeah, like I said before, um, I think going for a walk is like the perfect mental break. It gets you away from whatever situation you're trying to get a break from. Um, it's totally scalable. You can do a 10-minute walk. You can do an all-day hike, um, whatever you want. Um, I think the best as far as like therapeutic is in nature but if all you have is like a city block to walk around even that is going to stimulate you and see new things um get outside of whatever workspace or whatever stressful situation you're in mm-hmm. um so let's talk about like different kinds of walks um i have found a lot more parks um especially during the last couple of years when i was stuck at home and not able to work i would actually drive to different parks and yeah you did because that was something that was outside and safe to do. You had like a certain day too, didn't you? Like every like Wednesday or something, you would um, go do something? Well, that's during my work week now. Monday is when I usually do that. But um, parks, forests around lakes are awesome. Lakes you often have a trail around them. Yeah. If a man-made lake especially. Um, a lot of people do like geocaching which is something i haven't looked into but like i've done that once before my cousin got really big into that it's a cool community and like you learn look online and you'll you'll learn like or you see coordinates or whatever you have to and part of the fun is finding the capsule and then you're supposed to take something and leave something yeah so it's kind of like a treasure hunt yep i think that's pretty cool i'm gonna talk about a couple apps i've used to actually help me um like be motivated for going for a walk um you probably know that like pokemon you can go along and right but the new game that just came out from nintendo called pikmin bloom is actually pretty cool you can leave little flowers along your path and that's kind of cool and uh do little missions um one i did back when i was running it was called run zombie run and it's not the audio one where you have to run and like get caches yeah so you're a runner in a post-apocalyptic i can never say that word post-apocalyptic Nope, I can't say it either. <laughs> Bad times. Yeah. Um, Apocalyptic. There's zombies, and you are like a supply runner. And um, you program in the app like the length of your run. Mm-hmm. And they it's like a story podcast gets put into your run along the So like different things will happen. And then when zombies come, you need to run faster. Um, so it, it actually makes a run really cool. But they do have a couple walking, um, like... Uh, scenarios too so that app can be good for walking if you're not a runner um, one app that i discovered during the pandemic with my daughter which was really cool was called uh, randonautica and what's that one um it's a really weird app honestly 
Um, it it ha- uses a bunch of like crazy language, like anomalies and like. But basically, what it does is it gives you like a search parameter, like within a certain mile of where you're at, and it'll send you to a random location um, just to investigate. Hmm. So one time it sent us to an empty parking lot. What? And it said to look for um, like it, it it's it's really hard to describe. It'll say look for certain things. You're like looking for signs, like almost like your X Files or something. And sometimes it's just you just have to have a bit a little, a little bit of imagination with it. Um, but I also discovered several parks that aren't on maps. So when a new housing development like builds something, sometimes the um the homeowners association or whatever will build like a small version of a city park in the middle of the development. And it won't really be on the map because it's a private park. So we found a really cool pond um, in the middle of a neighborhood that we never would have found, but this app somehow knew about it. Huh? So that was really cool. And I actually found in my own neighborhood, um, a similar HOA, not a park, but a bridge over a Creek that, um, the private bridge is it's just cool. It's like a little hidden secret. Hmm. So Randonautica's it'll kind of point you to like sometimes landmarks or like weird features, like maybe a sculpture in someone's backyard or something. Do you have to break in someone's backyard? No, but you would see it from where from the outside. Hmm. Sounds like you're breaking in somebody's backyard. Um, so that was an app that I have not it does kind of suck because you only get like two searches a day and then you have to pay for tokens for more than that. But That kind of sucks, but I mean, it, it's still... That's enough, I think, for yeah, most two, of the time. two times a day is great. So me and my daughter did that a couple times. Um, it was fun to just... Because I don't know if you remember what it was like the first few months. It just anything to get out of the house was, yeah. was worth it. Well, yeah, especially for you. I mean, I had to stay working, so... Yeah, everyone had yeah. a different experience. Me, it yeah. was just like... I would really need to get out from those four walls. Um, another thing that really helped me for a different scenario was virtual runs. Um, I think that's one that you and I did together. Yes, and I want to thank you for supporting me in that. I had a surgery, and then so I couldn't work out at my gym, but I wanted to do something physical. I was so, trying to look it up right now and see what the hell we done. I was too, because there's actually a lot of them now. Um, so you basically pay a small fee, and then on your own time, you chart you chart the miles or kilometers or whatever it's measuring. And when you get to the goal, um, they mail you your, your, um, and you can do metal. it as a team. Yeah. Was, we did it as a team. We did different courses they had themes. Um, what was cool. We did like the grand Canyon. You'd get like postcards along your route. Yeah. So when you hit a certain mile mark, you get a postcard yep. with a picture. It's pretty well organized and it really helped me, um, get that extra motivation to get out of the house because it was painful for me to walk initially but i wanted to do it and just that little extra push of like you know getting a postcard getting a medal at the end um seeing the goals get closer having you doing it with me yeah even though you were doing it on your own work schedule right it was great um so i we've done a couple virtual runs actually before um we did one for you did like a star wars one didn't you just no, that was an actual run. That was a marathon. Oh, okay. Um, we did one for Festivus, though. It was like a 5K. Oh, yeah. It was like... But these are the, oh, like I long like ones. Like how, how many kilometers was the longest one we did? It was, a, it was a lot. I don't remember, but I was... Well, like it was something we did over the course of like a month. Yeah. Hold on. While you keep talking, I'm going to grab the medals. And then Literally, I'm, I'm almost done. Well, you keep talking. <laughs> um, 
so yeah you would have a long goal like let's say it's a thousand kilometers i don't think we did one that long but you could chip away at it and just having the goal posts of saying okay i did 13 kilometers today and it would upload and you could take a picture along your walk and like kind of have a little mini social media feed and i could see what zach's walks were and like he would have his days off i'd have my days off but we'd be chipping away at it and i think we did like three or four of these so well i think we did two that i pulled out of the desk right now i think we did more than that like we one might more have. one more at least we might have done one more we well, did the inca trail and we did the grand canyon so 22 26.2 miles and 280 miles yeah okay that's a long one we did i think there is a so, thousand kilometer one or a thousand mile one but we didn't yeah. do that one so we did those two the grand canyon is 280 miles yeah, it was really cool, and it was... And the metals are pretty fucking sweet, not going to lie. I mean, yeah. they're... Yeah, I thought they were pretty well produced. Like, yeah. I really liked the, the little social media feed and the postcards. It was just a really good motivation. Well, I see that they have Lord of the Ring ones now, and I don't know about you, but kind of want to jump back in now just to get the Lord of the Ring ones. I mean, we're both looking for ways to motivate ourselves to, yeah. to work out, and we shouldn't be lifting weights every day, so... Exactly. But at the time, it was the perfect thing for me, getting out yeah. during the pandemic, and then... um a recovery thing for my surgery that I could do at my own pace. And then having the support of you, it was just like perfect. Like all of those things together. Yeah, it was fun. So that did require some expenditure of money because it is a program and had the medals. But like yeah. I said, you don't have to spend anything. Like you can just literally open Google and say parks near me or hikes near me. Yeah. Or just explore, like literally just walk around. The first thing I like to do when I get to a new city is like ditch the car and literally just walk. I find so many more things when I'm at ground level, like walking around, looking around. I mean, how many crazy, cool experiences have we found in Seattle? We never would have seen those stuff if we were in a car. Never. Like, we, every year that we've gone, we found new things to do. Mm-hmm. We stumbled into a concert in, the, in an alleyway. Yeah. Like, literally a concert in an alleyway. Literally. With free wine. <laughs> yep. I mean, we might not have supposed to have been there, but nobody said no. So Nobody kicked us out. Nobody kicked us out, so we're good. Um, but, like... Just exploring the city that you're within is, like, you can find cool things you would never see. Yeah, so if you are in an area that, you know, your total urban environment, there's still, I mean, as long as you can be safe, like, yeah. maybe not walk in the middle of the night, but. Well, it's still fun. You're, you're crazy, though. So, yeah, I, I really strongly cannot overemphasize how important and how easy I think it is for getting a mental break to just go for a walk. Yeah. I, I think almost anyone can do that and no matter where you are. I guess my next question is like, what are some of your most memorable walks or hikes that you've done? Um, I'm probably going to just say a couple. I know my favorite for sure. It's one I want to take you to soon. Um, that would be, uh, and totally mentally break. Um, there's a couple. Angel's Rest. I've taken my kids on. Um, it's a steep hike in the gorge, but when you mm-hmm. get to the top, you have an amazing view of the gorge. Um, I think I've had friends do that one, like in the middle of the night, like going up into like the early morning to watch the sunrise. Is mm-hmm. that the one? I have a weird tradition when I, when I, I've done this one with my brother a couple times. I always bring a portable game device and I, I play a game at the top. That's cool. Every single time I've gone. Yeah, Steam Deck now. I do. <laughs> it's been like a Game Boy. I've done a PSP or PS Vita. Steam Deck, I guess, is next. I have another Switch, so I skipped that one. Oh, wow. I had a friend I worked with. Um, like, it's super, super steep and scary, right? Yeah. Someone was taking a picture at the top, and they dropped the camera. 
You're not going for that. No, but my friend did. I wasn't there at the time. She actually clambered over the rocks, like, talking like, if you fall, you're you're dead. There's no ifs, ands, or buts, but she got the camera for him. Wow. Um, The other one I really like that um, was unavailable for a while was uh, Eagle Creek. Is that the uh, Multnomah Falls one? It's past Multnomah Falls. Okay. Um, it's by Where the fire was? The base, yes. That's why it was one available for a while. Some kid at Punchbowl Falls lit up a firecracker, started a huge wildfire. Yeah. That burned down so many acres. Yeah. Um, but it started to grow back, and it's open to the public again. It was closed nice. for a while. And it winds along. Um, there's one part that's like a canyon with a, like a little river or stream in the bottom of it. And it opens up. And you can swim in one area. There's a Punchbowl Falls. There's um, kind of the end where I like to go. There's like a, a tunnel. Hmm. Um, it's just really beautiful and scenic and quiet. Lots of greenery, a couple of uh, bridges. It's a, about 12 mile round mile. Or, nice. Or six miles out, six back. Yeah. It's straight in, straight out. Um, definitely want to pack a lunch, water. But yeah. it's, it's a good hike. That's my favorite. Probably. Sweet. So lots of little hikes I've done. Um like city parks, like I like Mount Tabor. Um, uh, trying to go blank again, but just just look on a map, like for your local city parks. Um, it doesn't have to be like strenuous. It's just going for a walk and getting away from your daily routine and seeing something new. Yeah, I think uh, the one of the most. Well, I've done. I guess not really. Good yeah, I was going to say, what is like? You so were like, telling me something in Alaska that sounded cool a long time ago. I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about. <clears throat> I've done a couple in Alaska. We did the uh, Alaska Glacier. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's not really like a traditional hike. You're literally just walking on a glacier. But um, that one's really beautiful. There's uh, crevices in the glacier that go down hundreds and hundreds of feet. I mean, like if you fall, you're you're gone. Mm-hmm. Nobody will ever see you again. Um, and that one's really beautiful. There's also the uh, – uh, oh, shit. It's I just call it the gold mines. It's outside of this little town that I'm from. Um, it's a mining town, and uh, they have the old mine trails. You can like walk up to like actually where the mines start, mm-hmm. and then you can't go down any further. Um, but that's a really cool little place to go. Um, I've done like, quite a few hikes through Alaska, um, just to kind of around like the Anchorage, Wasilla, Palmer area. And uh, I've really enjoyed those. My wife and I, actually, for one of our first dates, we did uh, Beacon Rock. Mm. And so that was kind of fun. I've never I've never gone up there again, but it was fun to hike up this side of this rock inside the gorge. I took my kids up there, and my son is afraid of heights. It's pretty dicey when you get... I mean, it's a rock. It's but, not flat. Right, but there's guardrails. I thought he'd be okay with that. He wasn't. Oh. But I have to give him credit. As afraid of he was, did he make it? He still did it. Damn. So he, it he, that's kind of a dicey one too because the guardrails are pretty crappy. They are, but like if you fall off, you're just going to fall down to the switchback right below you. Yeah, you're not going to fall all the way down like you would at Angel's Rest. Exactly. So, um, and then there's been a few uh, hikes I've done for hunting um, mm. up in their gorge. They're actually hikes. I don't know the names of them, but you can see where they've actually came through and made a hiking trail um and those are steep they're fun um and they feel great when you're not scaling the side of a mountain at least you have flat ground it um, becomes a point where hiking and 
becomes climbing. I think we're talking about something different then. Yeah, that one's. Uh, but I mean, even like if you were just going along that trail, mm-hmm. it would be nice. Mm-hmm. It'd be really beautiful. You're you're seeing the whole gorge. Every time I've been out there, there's been uh, I think it's paragliders. Are those the people that jump off when they don't have like projectile like the fans? They're just gliding. I guess so. I don't know. That's, oh. that's something I'd like to do. Yeah. So I, anything with flight. They're yeah. always out there whenever I've been up there before, and they're just paragliding above me off the cliff. Hang gliding, right? Uh, no, like parachute no. style, like the big. So cliff, just jump off a cliff and then pull a rip cord. No, they're like. It's like the, like the arched parachute, not like the traditional parachute. Okay. It's like, I don't know. I think it's called paragliding. I'm pretty positive. Okay. So. We should do it. Um, I'm scared of heights. I don't know if I could do that. I found something you're scared yeah, of. I'm pretty fucking like. Episode three. Like put this down in the history books. Yeah. I found something that Zach is scared of. I mean, I might do it with you, but I would probably never do it by myself. Um, but yeah, they are always. It's okay. Think, our wives won't let us do it. Yeah. Neither one of our wives will let us do it. So. um that's a beautiful hike, hiking area. Um, and then I've just done some... We like, actually live in an area that has an amazing array of hikes. If you live in the Pacific Northwest, you have no shortage of hikes you can go on. That's... Yeah. That's very true. Um, and then just walking on the beaches. Yeah, that's true. So... I totally missed that in my head. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, is it Cannon Beach has got... What the hell is the name of that rock that's out there? Haystack Rock. Yep. And so that's like... I don't know if it's really world known. I would say but, it is. It's iconic. But it, it's an iconic rock. You you will see it all sorts of not just around here. You, like you might not know what it is if you live in New York, but you've seen it. Yeah. Um, and so just having the ability to go walk from Cannon Beach and just go up to Haystack Rock and yeah, just the last trip where I went hang to out. Stephanie in, I got a great picture of it at Moonlight. Well, Stephanie Inn's like right behind it, right. isn't it? Yeah, it's it's an amazing location, mm-hmm. um, and the easeability for us from where we're at to get there is. We've got the gorge. We've got, um, like you said, the beaches. Yeah, and if um, you want desert, we have the Tri Cities. We can go up to the desert. And we have hike. the largest city park. Like people think that um, New York's park is the largest. Where the hell's our largest city park? Forest Park. Where the hell's that? that it's Portland, it's but behind the zoo. Really? Mm-hmm. It's bigger than... Mm-hmm. Really? It's for acreage, and there's wow. lots of trails. Huh. I see. I didn't even know that. I've lived here most of my life. Yep. We have the so. world's largest... Well, not the world's... I don't know about that. The nation's largest and the nation's smallest wow. park. That's crazy. Yeah, we. I know the smallest one. It's one's been one, destroyed uh, quite a few times. Leprechaun Park. Yeah. Millen Park. So, um, but that's kind of the extent. I mean, I did the virtual runs with you. Um, I've wanted to get into running but it's one of those things it's like it's a love-hate relationship it's also hard on your knees so walking you get almost the same health benefits and it's a lot easier in your body so you don't get quite quite as much cardio benefit but walking is by health experts considered to be probably the best exercise hmm. just overall yeah um so those are some of our favorite hikes um i'm going to skip ahead i think um, from what we planned and just ask the, the question of the week right now, which is what is your favorite hike? What is the scenery you like to have around you? Or do you have a favorite spot? Any, anything like that? We'd like to hear from you. 
Sounds good. Um, Zach, we have a Patreon. We do. So right now it's patreon.com forward slash cast junkie, which is my Twitter handle. So if you guys want to reach out to me, it's at C-A-S-T-J-U-N-K-I-E. Um, are we going to support Ukraine for one more month? We are going to support Ukraine for one more month. So right now for the past two months, we have saved all of our Patreon donations on Patreon. Mm-hmm. I haven't pulled any money out. Um, and all of the donations on our first pullout are going to go to Ukraine relief efforts and specifically for children mm-hmm. and helping them. Um, also, we bought some of what, what was it? What was this? Saint Saint Javelin? I believe so. Does that sound right? So, yeah, it does. Um, so we have a Saint Javelin or Saint Javelin. Um, Patreon tier, it's I think twelve dollars mm-hmm. or ten dollars, twelve dollars, something like that. Um, and you get a sticker. You also get some podcast stickers because I have. So we can of ship them. anywhere in the U.S. Or you'll you I'll open it up anywhere. Okay. Yep. Um, so if you pledge at that tier, um, we will ship you that sticker specifically. There's only ten available. Um, we'll ship you that sticker plus some other podcast stickers, possibly some pins. Um, I have pins from uh, We're Alive, which is an audio drama, and a few other audio dramas I have pins for. And uh, I think I have some stick-on tattoos and a bunch of other like things that other podcasts have provided me over the years. Um, and it'll be going back to a good cause. So for this month, uh, which is April, we will be contributing all of our Patreon funds to that as well. So go over to patreon.com forward slash cast junkie. Join at the, I think it's $12 tier. Um, Help us out, support Ukraine, because that's still a thing that is going on in this world that is unjust, and we want to help them and help their future. So, All right, Zach, you ready for a positive affirmation? I'm ready for a positive affirmation. All right, this is the... Kind of the closing of our episode is a positive affirmation you can say at the beginning of your day to kind of set your set your day like the, like the way you want it to go. Um, the one I've chosen today kind of has a hiking or journey theme. I'm going to say it three times. You can repeat it with me if you like in your head. Um, if you like it, you can use it the next day. Um, do with it as you will. I am where I need to be on my journey. I am where I need to be on my journey. I am where I need to be on my journey. I like this one because sometimes we think like we're not doing enough or we're not where we're supposed to be at. Yeah. And it just reminds me that as long as you're putting in the effort, you're right where you need to be. Yeah. You're doing okay. Yeah. You don't need to be hard on yourself. You're where you need, you're where you need to be. I feel like, in today's climate, that's one of the things like people forget, so, too. I hope that helps you. Um, that's today's affirmation. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Like like I said, the question of the, the week, um, where do you like to hike? What do you like to see around you? Do you have a secret spot that we can go visit? Right. Um, let us know. We have a phone number you can call day or night. Leave us a message. Um, and, Zach, what is that phone number? That phone number is... 
213-375-4795. Again, 213-375-4795. And speaking of that, we actually do have some voicemails from last week that I would like to play right here. Uh, last week was all about home gyms. What was our question? And our question was, what is one gym equipment piece that you would choose if you had to choose over anything else? So what is the one piece of home gym equipment or gym equipment? Kind of like if you were stuck on a desert island. You know, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and play those right here, and we're going to respond to each one of them as they go. So give me one second to load those up. First one is from Isaiah. Uh, he is from the Bird Brain Podcast. Hey, Zach. Figured I'd call in um, and answer your question in terms of what's my favorite piece of gym equipment. It's Isaiah, by the way. I'd say it's my body, <laughs> especially dealing with injuries and just, um, you know, mobility and functionality. I think the most important gym equipment to actually master is your actual body because there's so much you can do um, perfect and also, uh, kind of be mindful of when you are doing, you know, body work, um, working on your form, again, positioning, locating injuries, being mindful of injuries and how to modify your workouts because of them. Um, so yeah, my body is my, is my most useful tool. <laughs> so that's Isaiah. It's hard to argue with that. I mean, you, yeah. can, you can do burpees, you can do push ups, you can do sit ups, you can do, jumping jacks there's so many body weight like just yeah and isaiah is a uh personal fitness coach as well Mm -hmm. um and so i follow him not only his personal page but i follow his podcast page and i follow his fitness page on instagram and his fitness page he's always using his body Mm -hmm. in some form or another i see him using some weights but he's not doing the traditional stuff like you and i like the bench press and the the squats and stuff like that. He does squats, but that's not what he's showing online. He's doing like cardio, like where the, like the, the blocks you have to jump up onto, mm-hmm. but he's doing high knees up onto him mm. and he's doing other things to use his body weight to get him down. He's using ropes. He's doing other things that are using his actual body and his muscle mass to move weights. So he's, he he's kind of on another level where it's like like calisthenics almost or kind of but like he's a big dude yeah so like he can move a lot of mass mm-hmm. so he's just he's just fucking using his body weight to fucking rip himself up nice yeah and I mean for him that's great and that that, that might be something yeah, but, that but I need to look into I I think anyone can do like yeah. I said all those exercises I listed really fast anyone can do that well not anyone but anyone with Normal mobility can do all of those. Yeah, and that it, it's kind of one of the things where I've... Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but in my uh, messages and to you, like, on my workouts, mm-hmm. they've all kind of slowly transitioned from the normal deadlift, squats, and bench to kind of weird things, like, where it's, like, ab twists. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it's based on your body. It's, it's based off of what Isaiah is doing because of his form and his his physique that he's made from these workouts is amazing. You don't have to have big weights and lift big weights to get where you're trying to go. 
So who's our next message? The from? next message is from Mike Ashley um, from Dice Tower Theater. Nice. Um, he is the one that we did the uh, uh, break for last podcast. Ah, perfect. So um, here we go. Hey, Zach and guys. Just wanted to uh, drop you a note. This is Mike Ashley with Dice Tower Theater podcast. So I have a question about What's your favorite piece of gym equipment? Well, so my favorite has got to be the good old standard barbell. Throw everything, throw anything on it, throw it up in the air, whatever you need to do, man. That's, that is probably my favorite is just good old standard barbell. Load it up with plates and go to town. Um, I, other than that, I'd probably say, uh, I, <laughs> whenever I go to the gym, I have a tendency to look at all the crazy equipment out there and just try it out to see what, you know, what's new, what's fun, almost like carnival rides. But <laughs> we'll go back to the old standard, you know, deadlift, squat, bench. That's, that's always been my thing. Uh, at home, my favorite equipment has got to be dumbbells. It's safer, uh, especially when you're alone. So that way you don't trap yourself. Um, yep. anybody that says they've never done that has either not lifted uh, long enough or have uh, uh, they're just too embarrassed to admit to getting trapped underneath a, a barbell at some point. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's probably my favorite. So good talking to you all. Keep it up. I'll see you later. Mr. break. Nice. So that fell in line exactly with basically what I said last episode, um, the barbell. It's what I use Everything for in yeah. my workout. When I was building my home gym during the pandemic, that the day that my barbell arrived was a very happy day. And I think, honestly, like, I really didn't think that much of it. Like, I thought of, like, the plates and, like, the weight I was putting up. Mm. I didn't really think anything of it until I got to this house in this gym mm-hmm. and I got the new barbell. And I was like, this is a game changer. Mm-hmm. This barbell is everything that I need to do. The, the curls, everything is just so much smoother with a decent barbell. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of what it based off my answer last week. I mean, or last episode was the barbell. So, um, glad to see another person that likes a good Good barbell. Those are great answers, both of them. Yeah. Um, thank you both for calling in and uh, letting us know what your favorite piece of gym equipment was. So um, with that, that wraps up this episode. We look forward to hopefully hearing from some more, from some more people next week or next episode. Next week. God damn. We do, we've done this so long on a weekly repetition that just ingrained in me. Yeah, I know, but with our current schedule, I don't see how we could do it every week. No, I don't. I wish I don't we could. See, I wish we could, too. Um, but next episode, we will listen to some more voicemails, hopefully, get some more answers. And uh, until then, I hope you guys find a way to get your mental break. Take it easy.